I'm going to give you to the count of three. Guys, women like three things. When they look back in the annals of history, they're going to be talking about three things. Happy Fourth of July weekend, Internet, and thank you for pressing play on Power of Three. I'm your host, Kyle McDonough, and we have a revolutionary episode for you today. To celebrate the independence of our great nation, we're thrilled to present Power of Three's first annual Great American Clash. If you've ever thought to yourself that Rocky Balboa and Apollo Creed should have stepped out of the ring and stepped into a Jeopardy-themed pop culture trivia and debate contest, you're going to want to sit down, strap in, and get ready for some fireworks. Yeah. So let's light the fuse and introduce the stars and stripes of this show. Seated to my right, fresh off a narrow and controversial defeat in the last final showdown, we have our challenger, Tim Terry. I want to. I want shut up. I want to say, "Hey, firing at the walls of heartache." Bang, bang. I'm the warrior. <laughs> All right, and to my left, the most competitive man to ever step foot in Cleveland, our champion <laughs> Jess Eaton. <laughs> That's right, LeBron, eat your heart out. Jim Brown, fucking Jim Brown, Willie Mays Hayes. Yeah, Will, eat your heart out. Oh. I tell you, what I'm gonna be feasting on is that ten pounds of gold that you stole from me last week, or I guess you stole from me, Kyle. Either way, I was robbed. But one thing can't be disputed. Why don't you file a police report? Huh? Why don't you file a police report? Hey man, order a pizza, call the police, see who gets here first. But what I'm saying, <laughs> brother, is that one thing that can't be disputed is my dominance on the boards. That's why I'm walking away as the champ today. All right. It is disputed because I am the current champion. Huh? I'm the current champion, so it's disputed. But we've it's, never we've never had a board before. Yeah, brother. He says dominance on the board. Oh, last time, oh the question. Last boards. time we yeah. went to trivia Azaria, we remember the Azaria Bowl uh-huh. where I dominated your fucking ass, and I walk away. Do you as remember the when I beat your ass at comic book trivia? Oh, all right. Listen, was that on Mike? <laughs> oh yeah, it was on Mike. Yeah. I don't know if the episode's been released, but it's true. <laughs> that's uh, that's a basement tape, guys. Yeah. Hey man, Sea Biscuit tripped up every once in a while. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure Sea Biscuit's dead. So if you're Sea Biscuit, I'm Toby, I'm Toby McGuire because I'm about to ride your ass. To the ah, finish line. Oh shit! I don't know right. if that made sense. All right, guys, let me clamp down on these clash rules real quick. Like I said, it's it's Jeopardy style. We have six categories, each with five trivia questions worth 100 through 500 points. There's also a sixth opinion debate classic showdown type question worth a thousand points. Jess will get first selection as champ. Yeah. And from there, the board will be controlled by whomever won the last points. There will be no deduction of points for incorrect answers, so don't be afraid to guess. Right. You'll have 10 seconds to buzz in after I finish reading, reading a trivia question. Or else you hear this noise. Boop, boop. Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Okay. I'm just joking, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, otherwise, the points are forfeited if no one answers after 10 seconds. Okay. If someone, you know, buzzes in before I finish, then I'll stop reading the question. If they get it wrong, I'll reread it for the other person. They'll have another 10 seconds. Uh, There won't be a strict time limit for the thousand pointers. 
And after the board has been completely cleared, whoever has the most uh, points is the winner. And the champ. And the new showdown champion. Or still. Are, yeah, reigning. Uh, yeah. No, this would be your second week, so you, mm-hmm. you would tie the two-week record again. <laughs> i tell you what, Jess. Uh, we've known each other going on 15 years, so I want to shake your hand because the, there's a good chance that this friendship is going to be over with after this clash. So I want to shake your hand. I want to warn you, I've been scratching my knees. Do so much shake my <laughs> Oh, well, I'll warn you. I was going to do the woo and then... Oh, well... Yeah, well, there you go. It just back. happened and... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know that Professor X scene where he's fighting with the guy in his head? Which movie? No, the comic. Oh, you're talking about Shadow King. Yes, that, back that we talked okay. about when we talked about Legion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just saw all that. I saw yeah, what would have happened. It was a psychic battle sure. between us. It always psychic is. Handshake, yeah. Always is, brother. I forgot to mention there are two power-ups randomly inserted. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. The, Daily doubles? Yes. The, but since we're not doing any point wagering, they will just double the value of whatever question they gotcha. are on. Who's keeping track of the points? Uh, me. Okay. I have to. I guess that would make sense since you're the only one here. Yes. So, dogs. Hey, Kyle, thanks for shaving your beard into a stash. Classic Trebek. He's painting a picture. Yes, we're both. Uh, we're all standing at uh, podiums in a cold blue room, like on Jeopardy. <laughs> so, does anyone have any questions? Just how excited are you guys? Uh, very. Yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun. Look at the brackets. Here they come. Was there a sound effect associated? Yes, but I haven't muted because it's really obnoxious. Your categories are image comics titles. 80s movie quotes, best of Billboard Top 100, Netflix originals, oh my god, World Wrestling Federation. All questions will be about WWF, so up to oh, okay, no E, no, no WWE. We're getting the F back in. Yes, Uh, we're getting the F back in there, (laughs) and of course, potpourri. (laughs) Yeah. All right, Uh, it's time to let freedom ring, let the white dove sing. Let the whole world know that today is a day of reckoning. Let the weak be strong. Let the right be wrong. Roll the stone away. Let the guilty pay its fucking Independence, Independence day. day. Yeah, Jess, you have control of the board. I'll take a WWF for 100. All right. Who did Hulk Hogan defeat to win his first WWF title? Oh. That was Will. The Iron Sheik. Correct. Damn it. That is 100 points for Will. Kyle, I'm going to take 80s movie quotes for 100. All right. 80s movie quotes. I'm going to give you a quote. You give me the movie it's from. Go ahead. Make my day. That's a Jess. Uh, Dirty Harry. Incorrect. Oh. Will, you got 10 seconds. Go ahead. Make my day. The Deadpool. Incorrect. It's a Magnum Force. It's Sudden Impact. Oh. Damn it. I was trying to think of the Dirty Harry movie. Yeah. Yeah. 1983 sudden impact. Oh, uh, and that was that was one of the doubles. Damn. But it was only a hundred points, so what a fucking waste. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Will, you still have control of the board. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, go keep it with the uh, 100s. Let's go Netflix uh, originals 100. <laughs> Keeping it 100, Will. All right. On what cable network was Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt originally set? Will NBC. That's correct. Ugh. 200 to zero. Uh, I'm going to go uh, uh, <clears throat> Image Comic Titles 100. Okay. On this one, I'm going to give you the year the comic started and the artist of the initial run. And you give me the comic title. Great idea. Yeah. Okay. So for 100, you said? Yes, sir. Okay. 2006. 
Gabriel Ba and Fabi- uh, Fabio. Oh, like, ah, son of a bitch. Yes. Uh, what was that shit called? Uh, Day yeah. Tripper? Incorrect. Casanova. That is correct. Uh, That's 300 for Will. Damn, you're killing me. It's early, Jess. Yeah, you could pick one for 500 and take the lead. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Will. <clears throat> I'm going to go Image Comic Titles 2000. Or 200. 200? Sorry. Okay, okay. 2014, Jason Latour. Southern Bastards. Correct, Jess. Got one. It is 200. See? Now it's 200. Right. And you got control of the board, so that's how easily it can turn. Now that I'm in control, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride this image thing out. Image for 300. Okay. 2015, Cliff Chang. Six, five, four, three. All right. No, no yeah, I don't. No. Okay. It was Paper Girls. Okay. Mm. My wife would have known that. Uh, image for 400. All right. 2005, Tony Moore. Son Walking Dead. Bitch. Incorrect. Oh. Oh, shit. 2005, Tony Moore. I'm not going to get it. I don't think he did it. Was it Black Science? Fear Agent. Fuck, that's what... I, oh. God damn it. God damn it. I meant Fear Agent, but I went Black... Ah, brain fart. Now, Tony Moore was the original artist on Walking Dead, right? Yes, yeah. but okay. that was 2003. Ah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I thought... For some reason, I thought Fear Agent was way more recent than that. Anyway. Uh, Black Science is the one he's doing. It, there was a big now. hiatus, and it ended somewhat recently. Okay. But yeah. Okay. Damn it. That one pisses me off. Sorry. All right. Sorry. Um, no, no. That's... <laughs> you want to finish it out for 500, yeah, Jeff? 500. Okay. 1995, Brent Anderson. Uh, Will? Wet works. What? Wet works. Incorrect. Profit. Incorrect. It was Astro City. That started uh, an image, the first volume. I was thinking of, I was just trying to think of an old image book. Me too. All right. Uh, let's do our first showdown. Okay. This is one I didn't have one prepared for. Oh, but well, no, here no. we go. No, it's fine. Here we go. All right. For a thousand points. Yeah. For a thousand points. I want you to name your favorite image character of all, not necessarily title, just your favorite mm-hmm. character. Uh, I think Image's coolest character, coolest looking character, coolest origin is Spawn. I think he spawned the entire Image fucking uh, line, and uh, he's badass. He spawned that great pun too. Mm-hmm. He's from hell. It's a classic story. Coolest looking, one of the coolest, looking, coolest toys ever. Spawn. All right. For uh, image, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, my favorite, personal favorite, which is a uh, Savage Dragon. I just think he's a cooler character. Uh, he's the one that's been going for. Uh, they both been going the same amount of time, and there's a clear diversion in uh, popularity and inspiration as far as the number of people that have been inspired by Savage Dragon. And I think the success that Eric, that uh, image endures now is because of the people that came in because of Spawn or because of a uh, rather Savage Dragon and uh, Eric Larson. So, um, as far as like Robert Kirkman, like all those guys when they name their favorite yeah. book, it's always Savage <clears throat> Dragon. So, uh, I, if if you had to make a Avengers team of Image, those are the top two in my book. Savage Dragon, which Spawn. they attempted to do yeah. for a couple <laughs> issues and then kind of abandoned that. Yeah. That's true. What was it? United Unlimited. I mm. forget. Uh, United. Yeah. yeah. Well, Todd McFarlane and Eric Larson have both destroyed those characters because they refused to leave them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, I just think, uh, but uh, I think I think so. Spawn is more. I mean, I love Savage Dragon too. Yeah. Uh, so it's tough, but uh, 
I mean, I just think Spawn is a more iconic looking character. I think Spawn is the way more popular character of the two. Yes, I thought it was favorite, right? It's his favorite. Yeah. yeah, but but you made the argument that Savage Dragon inspired more oh, people. Well, that was just I'm, one of the things I like because so sure. of like people Eric Larson's brought in from Image. You're right. Maybe yeah. that's not the best. Well, I mean, he was the head of Image. Yeah, but, yeah. So, so uh, as far as the character, uh, sorry, you spawn you're, wouldn't have happened without him. No, that's absolutely either, true. So. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to take in the. But yeah, just direction. your favorite character. Yeah, sorry. Like, uh, that's weird. I thought y'all both hated Spawn. <laughs> I really hate Spawn. I love uh, I love Spawn. Okay. Uh, I just I. I some of his stories and shit may not be the best, but I love Spawn. And we need Spawn. We need a Spawn movie to be good, goddammit. There's gold to be mined in Spawn. He's fucking awesome. Did you watch the animated series at all? It's a, it's garbage. I did it when I was really yeah, bad. I did when I was yeah. a kid. When, uh, Keith David was in it. That was he, cool. Well, now I rewatched it when I got HBO Go. It does not hold up. It's, it's, yeah. it's a garbage. Uh, to be honest with you, as far as like image characters that I loved when I was a kid... Savage Dragon was always the one that I went to because he looked badass with the fin and the cop costume. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I still say you could get a, a lot more mileage out of him as a movie or cartoon than you could Spawn. Spawn has no real reason to be doing the things that he, he does. That's his main problem as a character. He's not like Spider-Man whose uncle got killed. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, not, he was ripped away from his family and stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm not trying to trash your favorite. I'm just trying yeah. to name my okay. favorite. Uh, okay. So, uh, uh, no. To be You had brought up us hating Spawn. I've always hated Spawn. Um, I mean, I my brother had like the first fifty issues of Spawn, mm-hmm. so I've read way more Spawn than Savage Dragon. And you know what? I actually I got to be honest with you. The more uh, I'm not doing Spawn or not doing Savage Dragon. I, I mean, I'm not locked in. Am I? Can I change my answer? I mean, you're pretty committed yeah, to we're, Savage Dragon. We're You've been talking here. about Savage Dragon for the last. Okay, that's that's three, fine. Yeah. The more I thought about, the more I thought about Invincible being uh, yeah, that's my what, favorite image character. That's but, mine. But. but if it's too late to change, then yeah. <laughs> I mean, if that's what it is, then that's what it is. If yeah. you can make a, a quick case, but yeah, I would just—I uh, want your actual favorite. Yeah, so. my actual favorite is Invincible. Oh that's shit! The one We're I... just changing horses midstream here in the showdown. Well, I mean, I, it, is Spawn not your favorite? Yeah. Okay. Then yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to get you. Uh, yeah. Invincible was good for like 50 issues, and then like he turned to a bitch and all kinds of shit. Well, you could yes, but I would also say that it, it, he's doing something revolutionary with the way he's ending it, and because uh, it's pretty fucking amazing now. And uh, those 50 issues, it was awesome. It was fucking uh, 49 better than uh, Spawn. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, but uh, he's just a it cooler, was better. He was a cooler superhero. Went on a cooler journey. Uh, I actually followed the journey and spent money on that, so I, yeah, I got to go with the one. The one I read the most of would be Invincible. I think Spawn's more original idea for a hero than Invincible. He's basically just a high school kid that gets powers, and that's pretty uh, much every superhero. If you want to talk about original, yeah, it's very Peter Parker. Yeah, it, it's origin. directly inspired by Peter Parker. Uh, yeah, it's and like Superman. Superman. Yeah, yeah, but the turn he did with his dad at that time uh, in comics was one of the biggest. Uh, that's a great shockers. issue. Yeah, no, it's not the be- great issue. It's a great storyline for like yeah. a, a couple years. Like, uh, you know, as far as original, uh, you know, Spawn, uh, big guns and bad writing. Uh, well, I mean, like, like his character origin and shit, like the like the source of his powers, like he's a hell Spawn. Did Ghost Rider came c- out in the seventies? Well, yeah, but like Spawn, like just the story of it. It's just a he just grabbed Punisher and crammed him with. I hate Spawn, <laughs> and I'm sorry, I've made years yeah. like bashing Spawn. Maybe I was wrong to give you a chance to change. Yeah, I didn't mean to muddy the waters with Invincible. I mean, I I kind of would have given it to Savage Dragon anyway, Jess. Okay. There's a lot of untapped potential there. Yeah. I feel like that is a great character that, I mean, I, you could Spawn still Spawn is do... not my favorite. I just stuck with it. I've what never is read an fa- issue of Spawn. What is your favorite? A favorite? Uh, yeah. I don't want to stick with Spawn. If, but well, I mean, uh, no, I'm trying it, to think what my favorite is. We'll just say it was Spawn versus Savage Dragon and okay. Savage Dragon won. Okay. Oh, awesome. So Will gets the points, but take your time and actually... 
They, what? what what is yeah. your, I just want to know now. What well, would it be? Can I tell you what's tough is for me is because I think of Image. I don't think of them as like Marvel and DC as far as like it, it, their image is more about like the story to me. Than yeah, I don't necessarily like. I can't even think of the I na- get like, main scientist in black science, but I would, <laughs> you know, maybe I, I could choose Rick. Yeah, that's my favorite. That would have been awesome. Yeah. Rick would have been a good argument. Yeah. Um, I hate Rick though. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, I hate don't, Rick. I don't go to any image character. That's why it was challenging. That's why it was I love Fear Agent, man. That's a good. Yeah. He's a fucking sick ass character. I thought you were going to go Savage Dragon. Yeah, that's what I was expecting. I, I, I've always, yeah. I, 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 I don't know why I went for spawn. years. I don't, I, and I, yeah, that's why. Yeah. I don't See know. the showdown. It gets in my head. Like I, I just saw all the reasons to tear down Savage Dragon and went with Spawn. Right now, if someone were to say, "Hey, this great creative team is going to take over either Savage Dragon or Spawn," I'd rather see him take over. Savage Dragon, just because I feel like there's more yeah. to do. You're kind of trapped. Well, I don't. I didn't. Savage mean, Dragon, there's more levity. It seems like a more fleshed out world. Spawn would just yeah. be depressing. And Listen, I, I, I Spawn's don't, actually the opposite of what I like. <laughs> and just the way you could, I mean, do real life commentary with mm-hmm. the police officer character right now. There's yeah. a lot of stories you could tell. But Will, you got the first uh, a yeah. true showdown win there. Uh, it's thirteen hundred to two hundred right now. <laughs> after that one, and you have control of the board. I've seen how quickly the tide can switch back and forth as far as points. So I want to keep it away from Billboard, and I want to go with World Wrestling Federation 200. Okay. Who won the WWF title more times, Shawn Michaels or Bret Hart? Will. Bret Hart. That is correct. He won it five times. Shawn Michaels won it three. I am choking. No, sir. It's early. Long ways to go. All right, Will. I'm going to go with Pope Paris for 100. All right, this is a a mixed bag category. It's, is it, okay, it's just random, random is it trivia. Nerd or just random trivia. No, it, it, this is just. Uh, I tried to make it kind of uh, about America a little bit. Okay, I mean it's not heavily themed. Okay, but, um, I guess maybe it is. You said for a hundred? Yes, sir. Okay, this occupation has the highest fatality rate in America. Will or Jess? Uh, coal miner. Incorrect. Fuck. I'm just going to go utility lineman. Incorrect. It's the president of the United States. 8.8% have been assassinated. Whoa. <laughs> Love that, that fact. That is an awesome fact. Yeah. Yes. That's a tricky question, but that's good. You're that's correct good. that uh, uh, like I think loggers actually yeah. have like the most okay. total deaths, I believe. That's probably the most dangerous job as gotcha. far as fatality rate. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. So, Will, you still have control of the board. Lineman for the county. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Netflix Originals for 200. All right. Who is the only character to appear in all of Marvel's Netflix shows? Uh, Rosario Dawson's Night Nurse. Uh, I need the character name. That's not her name. I have no idea. I have no idea what the character's name is. Uh, it's Claire Temple, guys. <laughs> Never would have guessed it. All those series and y'all haven't committed her name to Night Nurse. I knew enough. it was Claire. No, no that's not. She's okay. not credited as Night Nurse. Okay. Cl- they call her Claire. I called her call Claire, Claire Rosario Temple. Dawson. That was yeah. what I called her. Okay. Uh, All right. I'll go uh, Netflix for 300. Okay. What is the name of the camp in Wet Hot American Summer? <sighs> Fuck. Oh, wait, it's time. Five, yeah. four, three, two, one. It's Camp Firewood. Mm. Damn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. fuck. <sighs> Will, still with you? Let's go. I'm, uh, I'm going to go. I'm in the mood for something spicy, Cal. 
Shit. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> let's, so let's let's do World Wrestling Federation for one thousand. Oh shit. Oh, oh. Okay. It's a showdown oh, already. Damn. All right, guys, you've got time to think about this one, so I'll go ahead. <laughs> yeah. And Clay, I mean, just you yes. don't you don't have to have the buzzers ready. Um, of all the feuds throughout the history of the WWF, which was your favorite, and what was your favorite match of that feud? Okay, I mean, I, I did steam on it a little bit, but there's only one for me. I'm sure y'all know what I'm gonna say. It's Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. It's the feud to end all feuds, especially in WWF. You could say Nature Boy or Dusty, something, but that's not WWF. Yeah. Um, it's just, I mean, it's historic. It's off screen. It's on screen. Bret Hart truly hates who Shawn Michaels is as a person. He doesn't just hate him because he screwed him over or something like that. Yeah. Which he did also. They already hated each other when that happened. That's one of the reasons that happened. Yeah, I mean, they. Uh, it's just a true feud. Hey, Two of the greatest wrestlers of all time. And uh, obviously, the Iron Man match. People have gone back and said maybe like, maybe the first half isn't as exciting as it used to be, but it will always be just one of the classic, iconic matches of all time. Mm-hmm. And I mean, best feud. They only, in my... I'm pretty sure the only uh, DVD they ever made in this series, they... Made an entire DVD just about the feud, the times that they met. Yeah. And uh, the culmination was the Montreal Screwjob. That is by far not my favorite match it in that series. It is one of famous things in wrestling. It, yes. it is. And it's one of the, I feel like it's one of the things that kind of started the people wanting to dig backstage on wrestling. Yes. Yeah. And like know the story, it, the happening yeah. behind the story. It uh, really, I, it, yes, it was the birth of that show. I just want to mention about the Shawn Michaels Bret Hart feud. We reference it a lot on the podcast because it is one of the yeah. uh, bigger, more famous. Uh, but I will say, uh, when I first got into WWE, I think I mentioned on the podcast it was because uh, I was told by my parents I couldn't watch it, so I started like you know sneaking yeah. it in. And one of the things I watched would watch is my grandparents' house. They did a show called Livewire on Saturday mornings. Oh yeah, it was like a look back show and like a look back at the week and also like old matches. But for me as a kid, it was my first time ever really seeing the WWF. So. Uh, they showed one Saturday, the entirety of it was when Shawn Michaels had come back as the raw GM uh, or whatever it was called, the president before they had GM, you know, he's yeah, like, I yeah. a, uh, they showed the Iron Man match over just the course of the live war. And like growing up as a kid, who's my dad always watched WCW watching that. I was like, holy that's shit. Too technical that's wrestling. what a wrestling match yeah. is like. And it was, uh, it was like just, you know, a great above. So, uh, yeah, that's what I, I always think about. Well, you want to talk about like sometimes getting screwed? Out of your title, Bret Hart got screwed. He survived that fucking hour, and they still made him go out there. Bret Hart uh, let his ego get away from him, and he acted um, like an ungrateful ass. And I've never done that on this show. Uh, <laughs> okay. Shawn Michaels jerked Vince McMahon off, so uh, yeah, sucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to, you know, keep it a little PG thirteen. No, he fucking <laughs> are jerk offs PG thirteen. I don't think so. He fucking nah. busted one in his eye. That's why it's all <laughs> fucked up. <now. laughs> all right, but you know who never sucked Vince McMahon's dick? He fucking kicked that dick. And what is my fucking answer to this uh, question? Yeah, the greatest feud in all of wrestling made it one one of them a fucking billionaire and the other one a millionaire, and that is Vince McMahon and Stone Cold Steve Austin. That is wow. the greatest feud yeah. in the history of professional wrestling. That is what. Spawned the Attitude Era. That's why we were all rushing to to get home. Now, what I can't can't be disputed, won't even try, 
is as far as like greatest match of all time. Quality of match for sure. The best match between Steve Austin and Vince McMahon is when they're in the fucking cage. Now, granted, it had every bell and whistle. It even had the giant busting out from underneath the ring. But <laughs> those were early days for that shit. Though. It was early days, and when Vince McMahon fell from the top of that fucking cage and busted his ass bone on the ca- on the table below, is one of the coolest, <laughs> better than any fucking table spot Shawn Michaels ever took. It's still one of my favorite moments in wrestling because everyone's like, "They're not really good. He's not really gonna wrestle. Oh, well, he is wrestling. He's not really gonna climb the cage." He's not really going to fall fucking 20 feet and bust his ass. He had never taken a bump, (laughs) much less like like whatever we want to say about Vince McMahon. Like no other fucking billionaire has been willing to do that. But anyway, uh, yeah, to me, that's the best feud of all time is Vince McMahon and uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Just because, yeah, there was real life heat between Shawn Michaels and they and Bret Hart and they had. Well, one match that is really famous, you know, and on that TV, you know, they they had. Yeah, they had many matches, many matches. Uh, they they were in a uh, ladder match before uh, Sean and Razor were. Yes, and if you've never seen that, Kyle, that's oh, awesome. I've seen it. That's also you great showed match. it to me. Yeah, you probably showed it to me and Kyle at the same time. Probably, yeah. <laughs> it was when uh, Michaels wore those uh, cow tights. <laughs> yeah, with yeah. And another great match. So I know, you're, but just no, no. Another great match featuring Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, which I didn't know existed until I got the Macho Man DVD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bret Hart and Macho Man. As a tag team versus Shawn Michaels and Rick fucking Flair yeah. as a tag team. It ends with a, the non-legal man on the face <laughs> team getting the pin over the hills. Just the best face fucking yeah. victory. Love it. Uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, Kyle, you got a tough one. That's I couldn't judge that. No, that is tough. Yeah, it's, it's arguably the best in terms of match quality. Mm-hmm. Technical feuds like wrestling feuds, whereas the other one is more a uh, storyline feud. Mm-hmm. Personalities, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And there was plenty of in-ring work, too, but not as much. So, yeah. Because the thing about it is, if you're going by match quality, there's no contest. No, but I wasn't specifically. I just asked what your favorite feud was. The match quality with Brent and Sean obviously trumps. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say the storyline quality and the production quality, like the skits, like visit yeah. or oh. visit maybe in the hospital. Yeah. Stone Cold Turner, yeah. I'll take it from here, nurse. Yeah, but don't discount the vitriol and like the fucking just coming off the screen, the fumes that Sean and Brett no, had for true. each the other. Promos they're cutting, My, but with Stone Cold through you got sunny s- days, Sean Michaels <laughs> went out in public and basically yeah. told Bret Hart's wife that he had fucked Sunny. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's insane. But at the same time, because of the Vince McMahon Stone Cold feud, you got the feud with The Rock. You got the feud with Dude Love. You got the feud with uh, Mankind. You got the feud with Kane. You got the feud. They with... would have featured those wrestlers eventually. But like, well, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm not discounting but, Vince yeah, McMahon. No, yeah, I'm not gonna shit on Vince McMahon. Yeah, I can't shit on your feud either. Yeah. Uh, because that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, all right, yeah. all right, I'll go just, with your heart, Kyle. Go with if, your no, no. Go with your brain. Go with an impartial. I'm going. Brain. I'm going with all all of the above. The question was. Ultimately, fucking feud. Yes, greatest feud. And the best feud between those two is Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. Okay. They genuinely did hate each other, mm-hmm. and it it came through in the fucking in the matches. Yeah, it, it came through in the promos. And the fact that somehow they remained professional enough, just as long as they did, until obviously neither were professional. But I mean, it, it was a, a real life feud versus a cartoon feud. And the cartoon feud is yeah. arguably the greatest cartoon feud they've had. Launched an industry. They, yeah. Those were two grown baby men who can go over the fact they were pretending to fight. Uh, but <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's fine. Well, also, uh, those were two men who wrestled. Yeah. The other guy drove Zambonis and shit. Hey. hey. I'm, I'm watching for wrestling. 
God. With your fucking ROH shirt. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm never going to lose well on this show, so why pretend like I do? Yep. <laughs> Boo! Boo! I should have got the point. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Man, this is intense. That's yeah. Shit. Now, what's the score? Uh, 1,200 to 1,500. Woo! Oh. Jess is back in the game. And now the broad. Board. Back All right. But I knew it was a gamble. The gamble, yeah. you know. That That's probably the toughest one y'all could have given me. If yeah. you would have given me Rock and Stone Cold, I probably would have pretty easily went with Hart and Shawn Michaels. That, yeah, that's what, it, yeah. You that's know, was my thinking too. And yeah. So that's what you made it as difficult as you possibly could. Funny oh, enough, uh, I was going to say Stone Cold and Mankind mm-hmm. slash Do Love just because when you said favorite match, like my probably my favorite match of all time is them at Over the Edge. Yes. Where it's Do Love and Vince McMahon, Pat Patterson, and Joe Briscoe are all on Do Love's side. Yeah. Yeah. And the Undertaker is on Stone Cold's yeah, yeah. side. So every time like the Stooges try to cheat, Undertaker just fucking stares them down. It's a great match. Probably I, one of my favorite matches ever. My, yeah, that's why. And so that's what I think of when I think of wrestling. It's all about that Vince McMahon. Uh, yeah, I know. That's why I thought it was. It was honestly, I thought that was a pretty fun segment because like it's you have like the best actual feud versus like a feud that. I wasn't trying to be derogatory when I called it a cartoon feud, but no, I, I mean that's yeah, what it was totally written. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean the the guest ref shit, and it was always like peekaboo, and you know, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah it was a, it was a <laughs> peekaboo. <laughs> he was like uh, he was Bugs Bunny in him and shit. It yeah, was, I was gonna go uh, Stone Cold Rock, but because Jess, that's a solid. That was probably the best. No, episode. that's the. So I, I mean, yeah, trying to curveball it. I think that Couldn't one is the best because, like, when y'all reference yourselves in yeah. the showdowns, you say it's Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels. You don't say it's Stone Cold and Vince McMahon. That's true. It's absolutely true. In this scenario, you're Vince McMahon, I'm The Rock, and he's uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, isn't that funny? Price check on jackass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Josh, got control of the board. Yeah. Uh, shit. Will you please name the full category that involving Billboard? Okay, uh, the best of Billboard Top 100 category is, uh, you know, the Billboard Top 100 chart. Yes. Been around for years. This... Uh, all the questions in this category are like records within that. Like, okay. who's had uh, the most, you know, whatever, or the longest, whatever. Gotcha, gotcha, so gotcha. keep that in mind that it's probably going to, well, yeah, yeah just okay. keep that in mind. Okay. We'll try that. We'll do Billboard 100. All right. I mean, these are going to be Jeopardy style. You don't have to answer in the form of a question, but I read them that way. Okay. Or I wrote them that way. Okay. All right. Remix of a Spanish language single that spent the most weeks on the top 100 before reaching number one. Jess. Living La Vida Loca? Ooh, good try, but no. Well, you got 10 seconds. No. <laughs> the Macarena. Yeah! <laughs> I, I, I was going one way or the other. Yeah. It was either Macarena or Living La Vida Loca. God damn it. Okay. And it spent a. Uh, 33 weeks on the chart before it finally hit number one. Okay. 80s movie quotes 200. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Will. Ghostbusters. Correct. I hate the 80s. (laughs) I want to go 80s uh, 300. All right. Yo, put some extra mozzarella on that motherfucker. (laughs) Jess. Um... Are we doing... Oh, do the right thing. Correct. Okay. I didn't yeah. know if you were in character or not. Okay. Uh, give me both if you got them. Okay. Do the right thing. That would have been bugging out. Uh, I was actually Radio Raheem. Uh, okay. But, yeah. Well, we, good, got good thing you, <laughs> we got it. Good we thing got it. it's actually the movie. Yes. You just have to give me the movie. Okay. Whew. Uh, Rest in peace. Yeah. It is a uh, 1500, 1800 guess. 
Who's Wills and Wills Lee. And Lee? Yes. We'll do a billboard for 200. Oh, shit. Okay. This pop artist holds the record for most top 10 singles. Well, oh, I thought I read this in the news, so maybe wrong, but Katy Perry? Incorrect. Mm-hmm. Trust me, it's incorrect. No, I trust you. <laughs> uh, Michael Jackson? Incorrect. Uh, it's Madonna. I was going to say Madonna. God damn it. Yeah. And she has had 38 wow. singles in the top 100. I would never dispute. Or in the top 10. I was not disputing you. Okay. I was You're just, just feeming that you got it wrong? Yeah, okay. this I got wrong. It's I mean, like, she's up there. She's really high up there. Yeah. Well, but. All right. Just still on you. Yeah, we're going to do Billboard again for 300. Okay. New York born singer who holds the record for most consecutive years charting a number one single. Ah, shit. Damn. Shit. Uh, never mind. I thought it was Bruce Springsteen. But was okay. That's Jersey boy. Yeah, uh, you're right. Jess, do you have an answer? Frank Sinatra? Incorrect. Oh, it's uh, Mariah Carey. Uh, damn it, I was going to say her too. God, I'm just 11 years straight Whoa. that she had a number one single. I knew she had one of those fucking crazy nuts. ass records. As soon as I buzzed in, I knew I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jess, still on you? Uh, Let's do potpourri. For uh, uh, 200? All right. This was the first novel written by Stephen King that was published under his pseudonym, Richard Bachman. Ah, god damn it. Oh, I should know this. Ah, son of a... Great American author. You got five, four... Ah, I should know this. Three. I don't know it! Two. Tommy Knockers? Incorrect. All right. All right. No one's got it. It was Rage, guys. Fuck. The no. one that was banned. Oh. And he said should be banned. Yeah. Um. Let's do Billboard for 400. Okay. This rocker has had 12 singles in the top 10 without a number one. All but one in the 80s. And that is a record for most singles in the top 10 without ever getting number one. Can you repeat the question or throw it up on the screen? Yes. This rocker. This rocker has had 12 singles in the top 10 without a number one. All but one of those singles came out in the 80s. Yes. Is it John Bon Jovi? Incorrect. Fuck. Will, you gotta go. Don't. This one was Springsteen, guys. Oh. I didn't want to say Jersey because that's a fucking giveaway. Yeah. Yeah. Son of a bitch. And I put rocker in quotes because if you want to call it that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jess. I wonder what the one not in the 80s was. Oh, was it a... It was the one for... Uh, Jerry Maguire? Yes. Yes. That's that song. Right. That's that yeah. song. Good. I get a point yeah. for that. Um, <laughs> All right. Jess has 1,501 points. Will, you have 1,800. Shit, that one point. That one point is going to come back. Uh, okay. If it does, I'm keeping it. <laughs> Excuse me. What is this category? I'm Mr. Jones in that shit. Shit. Mr. Jones. Well, Counting crows, two points. Can I, ever, can, I get any, can I get any points for no, I don't know? <laughs> yes, it's 1801 to yeah. 1501. That's two. Counting crows. All right. This category, what is this category? <laughs> 80s movie quotes. Ooh, yeah, we'll take that for 400. Okay. Queen Elizabeth is a man. Prince Charles is a faggot. Winston Churchill is full of shit. Shakespeare's French. Three, two, one. Don't have it. An American werewolf in London. When he's trying to get arrested, he's running down the street. Mm. Oh, y'all don't remember? Oh, yeah. I love. Yeah. Okay, I thought y'all would know that. I, I love that, that movie, but yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, I no, thought y'all no. would have seen it a bunch of times. 
I saw it most recently with you, like yeah. two years ago. I don't remember that. I need to get the board back. All right. Uh, we'll finish out 80s movie quotes for 500. All right. You break my record. Now I break you like I break your friend. Will. Rocky. Incorrect. Oh, shit. I thought it was the... <laughs> Damn. Absolutely wrong. Hard cut off. It's not, well, it wasn't a Rocky movie, so... <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah. Karate Kid? Oh, no. It was a blood sport, guys. Uh, I thought it was the one we fought the Russian. No. No, it's Rocky IV. Uh, he said, yeah. I break you or some shit. Yeah, but yeah. Chong Lee had beat the American guy. Mm, yeah. He pointed him out and then points to the bandana on his knee. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> All right. Okay. Sorry, this is a hair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. Put that motherfucker down. Actually, you need it. Though. Yeah. Let's it. finish Billboard for 500. Okay. Only two albums have ever produced five number one singles. Name either album. Will. Thriller. Incorrect. Hmm. Off the Wall. Incorrect. It was bad. Oh. Wrong Michael Jackson albums, guys. What was another one? Uh, Teenage Dream by Katy Perry. <laughs> There's your <Shit>. Katy Perry. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's do Netflix Originals. For 400? Yes, for 400. Okay. In what fictional town is Stranger Things set? <laughs> Never get this. <laughs> Four, three, two, one. It's Hawkins, Indiana. Never in a million years. Damn. It's like one of those great classic matches. This is, the, uh, this is Goldberry <laughs> Brock Lesnar. <laughs> this is the resting period. Of the match. <laughs> well, it's uh, y'all are keeping it close. Yeah, it's exciting. Okay, <laughs> finish that. Finish that out for five hundred, please. All right. In House of Cards, what state does Frank Underwood? Oh, South Carolina. Correct. Yeah! Oh my goodness! And Jess takes the lead for the first time. He's got two thousand. Good call. And Frank. one points. Oh, yeah. That was close. <laughs> I guess that one should have been worth less. <laughs> you got, I thought that would have been more difficult. Mm -hmm. um, we'll do WWF for uh, the first amount here. 300? Yes. All right. Who had the highest winning percentage of all wrestlers with at least 100 matches? Bruno San Martino. Incorrect. What? And wasn't he like way before WWF? Oh, I guess he was WWF or WWWF. Yeah. It was. Yes. Before. Is it who has the highest who has win winning percentage of all wrestlers who have had at least 100 matches? Oh, okay. In the WWF? Yes. Jeez, that's a great question, Kyle. It is a good one. All right. You got seven, six, five, four. I'm going to go Hogan. Incorrect. You're going to. Oh, and that was, was the other daily, daily double. The power up. It was a power up. What was uh, it? Ultimate Warrior, guys. 89.6% uh, hmm. win percentage. Wow. Yeah, really? Wow. Yes. That's crazy. He huh. won almost every match. I guess it, yeah. I'm surprised, he had like I'm, honestly, I'm surprised he had 100 matches. It was like <laughs> yeah. 141 yeah. or something like that. I really would have thought it would have been Hogan. Mm. Okay. Uh, WWF for 400, please. Kyle. Okay. Who held the WWF tag team titles the longest? Will. I know it was Demolition, but I think it's the New Day now. Incorrect. It's Demolition. It is Demolition. Oh, shit. New Day's WWE. 
That okay. was WWE wow. Tag Team title. Wow. So, okay. Axe and Smash had it for 478 that, days. That's okay. No, that's how that. That's fine. I, that, that's how it goes. Yeah. Hey, that's how it goes. We're gonna finish WWE off for five. Please, okay. Call. Yes, sir. Who was the first wrestler to obtain the United States Championship after WCW was bought by WWF? Was it Chris Benoit? I don't think so. No. Okay. I admit it. I'll give you the points if I was wrong, but I okay. don't. I don't believe. The United States title. Shit. Five, four, three, two, one. Test. No, it was Chris Canyon? Uh, oh. Okay. okay i thought maybe i didn't know who that was yeah so yeah. i thought maybe it was like some alternate <laughs> oh, no. of crispin Wall, but no. no it was canyon canyon he, he didn't even have canyon. to yeah <laughs> his whole thing is who forgot about canyon <laughs> yeah you forgot about canyon yeah uh the title was literally handed to him by booker t at the request of stephanie mcmahon mm. after oh. that i do remember test winning it at some point yeah, mm. that big boot. yeah all right the score is 24 101 to 1801 in favor of Jess. <laughs> Shit. Uh, we'll do potpourri for, what is it, 200, 300? 300. 300. Okay. In what year did Ford begin production on the Mustang? 19, oh, 1963. Incorrect. <laughs> 1965. <laughs> it's 64. Y'all and I felt so bad. I didn't mean to give a reaction to how close know, you I were. Like, and I was like, oh, shit, if he just goes one up, I, I don't even know if I should count it. But Ooh, I'll have he to. Went too thank up. God he went too <laughs> up. Too high. Too high. But uh, coincidentally, Will, uh, they began production on it in 64, but the first technical model was like 64 and a half, but it came out in 65. Hmm. But they consider it some kind of weird half year for because of that. Okay. Uh, potpourri for 400, please come. Okay. In 1903, this was the first cave to be designated a national park anywhere in the world. Is it Mammoth Cave? Incorrect. No idea. I knew you would guess that. Yeah, yeah. All right. It's a wash. It was the other cave that Justin worked at, Wind Cave in South Dakota. Neat. I don't remember that, Justin. Yeah. It sounded like a Zelda uh, level to me. <laughs> yeah, so Wind Cave. All right, Jess, you still got control. There's only one non-showdown question left. Let's do Billboard... For a thousand. Let's do a showdown. Okay. For a thousand points, if you could erase one artist's entire discography from the history of music, whose would it be? Will. Damn, that thing is fucking got a ghost in it. Well, uh, the boner went off twice uh, because of the person I'm going to name who has always been annoying to me for as long as I can remember. Uh, and Tell that- me two boners? Oh, I loved him in Goodfellas. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. No, the original Tammy Two Boners, Madonna. Oh, what a coincidence. Yes, we were talking about her earlier, and uh, uh, I've always found her infinitely annoying. And while I do grant you, like a prayer is borderline and borderline are both getting to the groove. She's got more. I love getting to the groove. I like, I just like those two songs. Um, so and she was and I'll be honest, I really enjoyed her a lot in Dick Tracy as a child. But uh, just, <laughs> just uh, as her as a personality and, and what and her just always being on the TV, I've always found her infinitely annoying and always hated her. So as a personal choice, I'm going to have to go with Madonna. Okay, I'm going to pick somebody that signifies what's wrong with country music to me. Oh, good call. It's fucking Luke Bryan. 
Mm. I thought you were going T Swift there, but no, I enjoy some T Swift yeah. songs, but all Luke Bryan songs are fucking garbage. Yeah, it's the, and not only are they awful, but you hear them every fucking where you go. Like Blake Shelton's awful, but he has that one song I like about the prisoner escaping with the dog. That was pretty sweet. I've never heard that. That's song. a pretty good one. Okay. Get my lantern, get my gun. It's a pretty good song. Hell yeah, yeah. So that's why I didn't pick him, even though he's off, also awful. But that's the question, though. You want to keep that one yeah, song. His, yeah, but his contemporary <laughs> yeah. and even his You're racing lesser, a lot of Madonna songs that I enjoy. With yeah, Luke yeah. Bryan yeah. sucks you, ass. You fucked it up. It's fucking Luke Bryan all day. Luke Bryan sucks <laughs> all the ass. If, if anyone takes anything away from this episode, I hope it is the, you fucked it up, it's Luke Bryan all day. <laughs> 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 no, no, that's fine. I give you. I knew. Listen, I knew Borderline, yeah. and and, well, and see, and, uh, she had uh, two songs that you liked, so it yeah. was like you got to find. I some- don't like Madonna as a person, okay. but it was. It's <laughs> so, about the music. I understand. It's that. about the music. I understand. That. I'm not. You know, I know, usually I, I fight you pretty hard when I go down. I didn't fight you on that. Okay. Because well, I mean, Brian's fucking awful. And hey, Mr. Music. DJ, turn the record on. I want to <laughs> dance with my baby. Okay, you're just baby. fucking saying that because he's wearing an Austin Powers costume, Jess. Because you're <laughs> playing to the judge. That's just the way my teeth look, Will. But thanks. Oh. <laughs> All right, Jess. There are four questions remaining. Three of them worth a thousand points. Okay, uh, I'm going to finish out our trivia section here. I'm going to go potpourri for 500. Okay. This boxer holds the record for most heavyweight title defenses. Yes. Rocky Marciano? Incorrect. Well, want to throw a boxer out there? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> it was Joe Lewis. Mm. See, I was going to go Evander Holyfield because I know who he is. <laughs> well, I know Rocky Marciano was undefeated. That's why I picked him. But I guess Joe Lewis defended more. Mm-hmm. 25. Wow. All right, Jess, you've got the decision. Which which category are you going with? I'm curious to see what this uh, Netflix original showdown is going to be. All right, guys. If Netflix asked you to pitch a new Marvel show, what would it be? It could be a solo character show. It could be a team show. Just if they, you can bring someone from the Marvel Cinematic Universe to the TV universe, no limitations. Just if they... Okay. So, it doesn't have to be in the same canon as the uh, no. Defenders thing? It, no, it doesn't have to tie in with them. If they just asked you to pitch a show, I mean, if your pitch would be something completely unrelated to this, you know, start something new, do that. Okay. What if it's a Fox movie? Yeah. Okay, that's that's on the board, too. Okay, okay. any yeah. Marvel character. Yeah, okay. just... Okay. Uh, if, okay. And they can make it work. They could buy the rights, make something work with Fox for... Okay. So If it was a Spider-Man, they could make it work with Sony, which they already have, so... Okay. I mean, they we know they wouldn't probably, but it's it, a magic world where anything's yeah, yeah. possible. Yeah. Just what would you like to see? A thirteen episode, you know, first season of. I just thought of mine on the spot just now. It'd be mm. pretty. It'd be pretty cool. I'm curious to hear it. Uh, I don't think it would, t- but obviously I'm a Spidey guy. Yeah. Really hyped on the movie. Uh, I think it'd be really cool if the way you introduce Miles Morales' character is to give him a Netflix show. Yeah, that would be good. good. And then after his Netflix show, it could be the first time it'd be down the line, but uh, tie into the movies and have him meet up with Spider-Man in the movies and shit. Because Miles Morales is coming sooner or later. Yes. But it's got to take a while because Peter Parker's so young now and you don't have two super young Spider-Man. Yeah. 
I have a I have a weird pitch, but I'm not gonna use it. I'm not think, gonna use think it. Think it out. I yeah. don't think it would be. Take good. your time. I mean, Jess, for you this is FTW. Yeah. And Will for you Fuck this is world. this is D O D for survival or not the survival. <laughs> What'd D-O-D. you say? D O D. Do or die. Do, Do or, or die. die. Yeah, that's better. Sorry to mini catch up. Okay. I'm going with my heart. <laughs> Go with his heart. I was going to say, why not do a Sinister Six show and you could do it like the superior foes of Spider-Man, make it like uh, kind of lighthearted. Look Quirky. Quirk. But you know what? That would have been trying to cater towards Kyle as a Spider-Man guy and trying to go for the win. So that's not what we do here at Power 3. So I'm going to go with my heart. And if I could see any Marvel property turn into a TV show, I would try to get Rick Remender's run on Uncanny X-Force done as a Netflix TV show. Ooh super dark yeah it's super dark uh you could rehabilitate the fucking super as an x-men fan soul crushingly disappointing uh version of apocalypse that was in x-men mm, apocalypse yeah. uh and you could apocalypse isn't actually in it it's uh but the dark uh the archangel saga where archangel gets corrupted by the apocalypse scene. yeah you've you've read it yeah. yes uh have you read that too oh Jess? yeah yeah uh, and phantom x phantom x deadpool so Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool Ryan is coming Reynolds in. Is, is coming in. Uh, they're recasting um, Wolverine as um, Benicio del Toro. Benicio del Toro. Yes, uh, in the in the Sicario SWAT gear with his claws out. Yeah, uh, you get Psylocke and Olivia Munn. I guess can nope. do something else because we're going to recast <laughs> yes. as uh, Psylocke. And just that whole fucking run, man. Uh, that would that would be my, my pitch for it because there's years worth of uh, storylines you could do to build up to the big <laughs> season two. Uh, Dark Angel Saga, or whatever the hell they called it, the Dark or the Archangel mm-hmm. uh, Saga, then you know I guess season three would be and four would be the aftermath of those those years. God damn, I love that. It book. could go yeah. for a good long time. Yeah, and do a lot of interchange with the movies and stuff if you wanted it to, or it could absolutely work just entirely on its own, yeah. away from everything. I can do whatever I want, right? Yeah, I just did X Force, brother. Free reign. Yeah, X Force would be the absolute like most complicated yeah, thing for them yeah. to get done. So. Well, I'm going to bring in like a production team. I'm going to have like a showrunner and everything. Well, I think they they all would have that. Right, of course. I'm going to name what I want it to be. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. It's, uh, <laughs> it's She-Hulk. Oh. There's a She-Hulk Based on the dance light the run class. where she's Based, like working at the quirky law. It's a quirky law action crime thriller drama. And the pilot is going to be directed by Shane Black, who's going to be the showrunner for the entire series. So it's going to have a nice guy's feel. It's gonna be set in California. It's basically it's gonna feel like Nice Guys the TV show with with She Hulk and like her kind of like quirky like law staff like around her and stuff. Um, I'm trying to I'm gonna try and think of somebody to play She Hulk. The the girl that played Liberty Bell on Glow. I'm gonna pick her because I think she's got the look. Would you CGI her or put yeah. her in makeup or? It's gonna be practical effects because I mean, She Hulk she's basically just she's not as monstrous as the Hulk. Pretty beefy. She's no, pretty beefy. She's like nine feet tall and jacked. That's why, like, she's you know they play her as you know a beautiful woman. So yeah, uh, I would cast like Charlotte Flair. Honestly, I'd cast like a WWE like, <laughs> yeah. a woman that like has yeah. some muscle to her and some. Um, not quite bodybuilder, but kind of getting yeah. there. Well, yeah. I, it'll it'd be CGI nowadays. They wouldn't do practical effect. But uh, anyway, that's just the that's just the world that my show is gonna live in. It's mm-hmm. just gonna be a just a like kind of like imagine Daredevil if it was a comedy and mm-hmm. instead of like a brooding like kind of thing. She's the She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. And she's funny. Yeah. Good pitch. It the, is. No. Between the two of them, that would be the one that would get made. Sure. Absolutely. Sure. Because it would be the easier, even though she's probably... Would she fall under Fantastic Four? I don't know. No, Kyle, she's Hulk question. all the way, right? 
Probably. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I imagine. In comics, yeah. she's got a bigger history of the Fantastic Four, but that hasn't yeah, seemed to matter with the rest of the people no, they brought over. I think like, movie rights-wise, I'm sure Marvel has her rights, so they could probably just do that if they wanted. Mm-hmm. That would be a great one. Yeah. It would kind of feel like uh, kind of feel like Glow a little bit, honestly. Just that kind of like lighthearted humor. In the Marvel superhero world. Yeah. And they haven't done a lighthearted uh, TV show yet, so that would be pretty... I and, mean, and of Luke course, Cage is pretty corny at times. Yeah, and of course, she's a lawyer. Matt Murdock's a lawyer. It's in the same universe. Mm-hmm. Like, they're going to cross paths and stuff. They always have before. I'm, I'm nice. adding to yeah. this Defenders universe because I know Iron Fist was shit, but let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater, right? <laughs> no. Well, no, they're doing Defenders. Defenders. They're doing Punisher. Yeah, sure they're doing also. Daredevil Season yeah. 3. Yeah. They're doing it all. We're going to see She-Hulk do something. Yes, she's too great a character not to. Especially with the kind of female uprising that I hope that, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, uh, yeah, maybe no. a dramatic way to phrase it, but yeah. I mean, I think people are finally taking notice that, yeah, there are a I hope fucking so. Whitney yeah, yeah. of female characters Absolutely. to well, be tapped well, up for shit sorry. like this. Well, no, the, that, yes, with just the plethora of, of female characters are coming, hell, yeah. Thor Thor's the best thing Marvel has. It's just the female uprising. Over, yeah, I know. Okay, I didn't mean to. No, rock and roll, brother. Sisters doing it for themselves. <laughs> the show I would rather see between the two would be X Force. So. Okay, but I mean that's not to denigrate your yeah your pitch. We'll see. My show she'd mainly it'd just be her in like human form, and then you know of course kind of like kind of like the Incredible Hulk uh, TV show. TV like show. towards the end, she would like Hulk out and beat the I'd shit see, out of somebody. I just actually it'd be different. I like yeah, seeing I, She Hulk be, in the fucking like law. Yeah, office. that's well, how it was <laughs> the courtroom. Like, what I always loved about Shield because the character what I hate about like now because she got beat up in Civil War she's acting like a rape victim and they changed it to Hulk which I love the idea of Hulk being led by She Hulk because yeah. you know why why name it She Hulk why can't she just be Hulk I'm down with that yeah but they have her acting like a fucking rape victim because she got beat up by Thanos which is so weird because like <laughs> uh, how many times has she been beat up by Thanos like that's just yeah anyway like and she's all like uh, she doesn't turn into the Hulk and she's all like, and to me the cool thing about She Hulk was she was always super confident and whereas Bruce Banner was like scared of being the Hulk and always trying to fight it she, she embraced ha- it yeah. she was happier when she was in the Hulk yeah. form like that's why she would be in the courtroom with the the business in the 90s and stuff like the business okay yeah that's that's way better visual yeah yeah she had all her faculties when she was she yeah was. she did Hulk better than Bruce Banner why not make that the crux of your Hulk book yeah that she's done run away scared anyway sorry back to the show <laughs> I'm still alive brother so it's a uh, 2801 to 3401 all right, Will, there's two left. In an effort to stay alive. I'm going potpourri, brother, for 1,000. All right. Brother. If you were forced to relocate, if for some reason you just you were made to move, maybe you get a job, what's the ideal city and state that you would want to move to? All right, Jess. <clears throat> I'm moving to Hollywood, baby. Los Angeles, California. Oh, Hollywood. Weed's legal there. I'm not a I'm not a weed smoker, but maybe if it was legal, I might chill out a little bit and smoke it. I don't know. <laughs> but um <laughs> But that's definitely not why I'm going. I'm going because you guys know what I do in my spare time. My favorite fucking thing to do is podcasts. Mm-hmm. That's and where they all are. Pretty much all of them. Like your movie fights, your comedy bang bangs, your yeah. how did this get made, your um Hollywood Babylon, um uh, the Masked Man, the wrestling yeah. podcast, they're from Los Angeles. I can go like see Conan if I want to. I can go like see something like go to the fucking comedy store. Yeah. Like everything is happening in LA. I'm addicted to pop culture and media, and it all happens from there. The weather's awesome. The people are beautiful. So that's just a city of 
Los Angeles. City of Angels, I believe is what they call it. Yeah, I can watch that Nick Cage movie with Meg Ryan all the time. And I'd be like, I get it. I get it now. Hmm. Um, oh, damn. So you're going to transform. <laughs> uh, and also, I don't drive anything. I can't drive. So public transit, Uber, all that kind of shit. It's in LA. You'd be able to get around pretty yeah. easy. Um, all kinds of great food. And... Say I want to go to San Diego Comic-Con. Well, I can just drive a couple hours down the road. I don't have to fly. I don't have to do all that shit. Say I want to go to San Francisco, Pacific Northwest. Yeah. California is an awesome state. Uh, it's and a good hub state over there. Yeah, that's yeah. where I want to be. Rock and roll, man. Uh, well, if weed legalization is important to you, this also is a place where weed is legal. When me and my wife went honeymooning, our last stop on our big East Coast road trip was uh, Portland, Maine. And it's the prettiest, nicest place I've ever been. Uh, it's on the water. The people are fucking amazingly nice there's lobster seafood uh, they have uh it's honestly it's just like i always hoped it was as a big stephen king fan <laughs> like i'm uh uh and it's just an awesome city it's a bigger city it's only what two three hours outside of a i don't remember how many miles it was outside of new york so it's you know you can go to yeah. bigger cities but yeah best place I've ever been so uh i would always do the hard sell on portland maine if, if anyone if you ever get just a enough if you have a free ticket and go anywhere portland maine it's the most beautiful place on planet earth so all right, so give it the hard sell. Oh, that was it. <laughs> you could go to Jacksonville. Yeah. A city so nice, they named it Jacksonville. <laughs> Ash oh, versus Evil Dead. Oh, I guess, uh, what, like sell the activities and stuff? Yeah, what would, what, uh, they had, what would draw you there? What drew me there is Besides the, the lobster. The, well, the bookshop, the bookstores, the comic book. The, the coolest comic book store I've ever been to was in Portland, Maine. It was this like 60-something-year-old man, and he like looked like Jimmy Stewart in the way he dressed, and he ran it. And he, but he had like the most up to date comic books and like the most amazing uh, trade uh, collection and uh, most like just really great collectibles. And it was all reasonably priced. He spent all his time like talking to the younger kids that were there and like their parents and like selling them comics and just let the nerds like just be them uh, be off to themselves. There's no card bullshit or any like you know stuff like that. Uh, so. There was that. Uh, so it was the most amazing. And to me, I, this, maybe this isn't uh, the wrong room, but the most, uh, to me, the, it was called Greenhand Books. Me and Ashley went there and I found two first edition uh, Raymond Chandler, Philip Marlowe books. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and Ashley found two uh, first edition Stephen King books and she found a uh, cookbook from like 1903. And it was the guy, uh, it was like a woman's guide to cooking for her husband. And we still have it. Uh, huh. Yeah. So again, it's, it, this is a very personal scene because I was on my yeah. honeymoon with my yeah. wife. So that's but, true. It's but, a place you've been. Yeah. But it it was like imagine like Nashville, but up up in Maine. Like it was just like that. It was just a really cool city and laid back. But it was uh on the, even in when we were there, it was in October, so it was fall. So it was just like really pretty weather. But it's on the colder side, so they always get snow every year, which is what I like, you know, as opposed to California, where it's, yeah. you know, always on the hotter side. Living here in Alabama, I can tell you right now, fucking uh, July 1st, <laughs> uh, the thought of living somewhere where it's not hot outside. Hot all the time. Uh, yeah, hot all the time is pretty attractive. That damn humidity for yeah. me, guys. Yeah. And the closeness to really cool <laughs> cities like New York and, uh, you know, well, New York, honestly. Yeah. I could not, when we went, stopped in New York, you know, sorry, as a country bumpkin from Athens, I could not live in New York. But I would love to just be a couple hours or, uh, or whatever it was, the drive uh, from New York City. Like, still having that available to where I can go there a couple times a year. Go see concert. Go yeah. see Broadway play. Yes, sir. Yeah. Be a regular tourist. Like, I'm with, like, uh, Nashville now or something. So, yeah. Very diverse answers, guys. Mm -hmm. mm. It's a potpourri. It's very diverse. Uh, That's true. Category. You're yeah. correct. L.A. 
where anything can happen and anything will happen. <laughs> in Portland, Maine, where a few things can happen and a few things will happen. It's a, gr- a great town's always going to happen. A great, okay. There you and go. to uh, to quote t- uh, Titus Andromedon from a Breakable Kimmy Schmidt, I love the boobs in California. <laughs> California. I guess it comes down to like what kind of person you are. Like, because to me, Portland, Maine was a fucking dreamland back in yeah. where. If, yeah. yeah, I just felt there's more to do in LA, and you can go if you want to. If you want to go to a coastal town, you can drive up to the Pacific Northwest and stuff. Well, it's supposed to have like some of the worst traffic in America, and like it's a horribly polluted city, yeah. and like you know, it's, to me, it seems like real shit hold down the trying to <laughs> Here it comes. Yeah. Here it comes. No, I have to just kind of go personally on this yes, one like it. which one would i rather go to lived in what oh yeah yeah move to move to not yeah. go to that's true and i i too cannot live in la oh, it, shit. it's too busy for me i would have to be driving i'd have to get around in that shit yeah the rent's and fucking sane mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i could i literally couldn't live there yeah. i probably could live in portland maine and i know that's not Tied into the That's question. That's fine. You're the judge. No, but I, I like, I mean, especially these days, I would like the idea of kind of being a little distant from yeah. things and yeah. like a nice, tranquil place. And I feel like that's like, what Athens is. Uh, no. Nah. Yeah, Athens is very nothing tranquil. In, nothing in the South is fucking tranquil for me. <laughs> yeah. No. If I got a job in Portland, Maine, I would not have to deal with the fucking redneck fucking bullshit that no I have to deal with down here. No, there were no Confederate flags. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And it was not 101 degrees like it's going to be on July 4th at yeah. any point. And LA actually <laughs> is fucking super, super hot yeah. these yeah. days. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would like the option to be able to go see almost any band I could think of. Sure. Because yeah. they all yeah. go through there. But I could also drive down to New York to do the same. True. And I'm an East Coast guy. Yeah. I'm a Beast Coast guy. That makes What's sense. What's the score now? Uh, 3801 to 3401. So either way, this settles it. It's all coming down to one final showdown. It's the cages lowering. As it always does. And the remaining showdowns from 80s movie quotes. And I couldn't really ask a question based on quotes. So instead, I'd like you to give me the movie that most captures the 80s for you. Like if someone said, what's the most 80s movie, mm-hmm. what movie would you show? Will. My wife has, I always wind up talking about my wife, but that's because who I spent 90% of my time with. But uh, <laughs> so uh, when we first started dating, uh, she asked me what some of my favorite 80s movies were. And the first one I showed her is the one I will answer the qu- this question with. Because this is the most 80s movie, and one of my all-time favorite movies, and that is Beverly Hills Cop with Mr. Eddie Murphy. There is no soundtrack more 80s than Beverly Hills Cop. Everything that's awesome about the 80s is in Beverly Hills Cop. Everything that's terrible about the 80s is in Beverly Hills Cop, as far as the ridiculous clothes and the coke use. But it's all there. Uh, And the gun... Okay, Beverly Hills Cop in itself is the perfect movie, because it's hilarious. (laughs) It's action-packed. It gets fucking dark when his friend gets his fucking brains blown out. Come on. Yeah. Spoiler alert. That's what happens in Beverly Hills Cop. I think most people know. Yeah. If you haven't seen Beverly Hills Cop, stop listening to this podcast. You need to reassess and go listen. <laughs> no, no Beverly's Cop Beverly's is a different I was going to say Beverly's yeah. Cop. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a really uh, introspective uh, indie movie <laughs> coming to can. But yeah, to me, the most 80s movie of all time, fucking Beverly Hills Cop. I mean, it is. Yeah. It, it's definitely up there. I can see the poster in my head right now. Eddie Murphy leaning against that car with his gun. 
Or actually, I think he's standing in front of the car. Okay. All right, Jess. When I think of the 80s, I think of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Good call, Jess. Now, it's not only just for the movie itself, because the fashion that they wear, the soundtrack, it has the 80s song to me. Oh, yeah. Over the Beverly Hills Cop theme song. When I think of 80s, I think of Day Bow Bow. Yeah. Dude, I think of the Beverly Hills Cop theme song. Dude Bow Bow? Uh-huh. Dude Bow Bow? Well, in Always Sunny in Philadelphia, they're like, you know that song, Day Bow Bow. Day Bow Bow. Yeah. Um, the fashion, the clothes, um, high school students are involved. And in, when I think of '80s movies, you think of like Pretty in Pink. I think of like Pretty in Pink. John Hughes, directed by, by John, John Hughes, Hughes yeah. the the '80s director. I mean, they're both great movies. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop and Ferris Bueller. Um, mm-hmm. But just like, <laughs> like the technology he uses to like rig up his room when his parents come in, it, yeah. it's so '80s and shit. Uh, it's about it's about high school kids ditching the you know, evil principal. It's it's 80s to me. The 80s were all cop movies and teens ditching high school. So I mean, this is a battle of uh, 80s uh, yeah. movies. This is John Hughes versus Eddie Murphy for the 80s. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And for that fucking belt, my man. Whoever wins this question will go down in the PO3 record books. As oh the my god. First yes, ever. It's true. Great American Clash champion. Which is more 80s, Beverly Hills Cop for Beverly. I mean, both are 100% totally 80s. They are. Yep. Uh, I was going to say Back to the Future, but then I realized, oh, wait, that movie takes place in the 1950s. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But everything about it is it's definitely so 80s. 80s. <laughs> yeah. Y'all have given me some fucking difficult ones today. Well, it's the clash, man. It is the clash. It's, it's our biggest match. It came down to the last question. Well, I think uh, yeah. I feel good either way. Yeah, we both deserve credit for that. Yeah. I think Ferris Bueller's Day Off summed up the 80s for a select group of people maybe a smaller group of people and i think that beverly hills cop <laughs> covered more of what the 80s was okay for more people like not just <laughs> will is like unfolding like a flower not just over there. teens yeah. you know the teen angst thing which i mean there was more than that but and there it was totally fucking 80s especially when you get to that parade and shit mm-hmm. But yeah, I think Beverly Hills Cop is the most 80s fucking movie <laughs> that there is. Woo! I Personally, I like Ferris Bueller's Day Off more. I would watch that one above Beverly Hills Cop. But Congratulations, Will. Okay. Let's not let this go without uh, parades. Yeah. And to all those people out there who said I couldn't do it, this is just uh, as much for you. You know, all you uh, slap dicks out there, you know, Jesse and like talk about how he was the people's champion. Well, he can be the people's champion because I'm going to be the power of three clash champion. So all you slap dicks out there, uh, you can uh, you can just slap your dick. You can slap your dick because I didn't do it for you. Uh, Jesse, (laughs) you're the greatest champion that I've ever been in the ring with. And uh, I tell you what, I tell you what, you've took me to the limit. And because of that. The first shot I'm going to give on this championship, the first shot I'm going to give is going to be to you, Jesse. You don't have that authority. You don't have that authority. Well, I'm taking that authority. Oh, my God. You're stone cold in me. No, I want to I'm going to respect the championship committee. I'm going to say, Kyle McDonough, respectfully, I want to submit for a match against against Jesse next week. 
for this title. You got it. We'll be back here. Guys, I'll be happy to say that, um, well, maybe disheartened to say, I've got a lot to think about. Oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> oh no. Oh well, shit. You we walking away? You're we gonna disrespect guess. the champ? Oh shit. I've never seen anything like this. I don't. I don't the know. The match if, is off. I don't know if Jess is gonna be back next week. We're gonna have to find someone for Will to face. He spit in my face. Jess just quit the power of three. But we'll still be back next week. I don't know with whom. But we'll be back. Uh, and in the meantime, check us out on our social media at our backslash po3 pod. And fucking shit. Jess, come back. Jess. Don't need no credit card to ride this train. Is that our it's outro? Then a sudden, and it's cruel sometimes. But it might just save your life. That's the power of three. <laughs> 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 <laughs>